This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Sitting on a corner pier, hey, things is feeling good today. I'm toe up on the floor, sipping on some crown raw, tripping in a circle of the wheel where everybody got their own butt. Good old, hey, how you feel today? Fine, floating, then they silly like I'm pipe off candy. Got a big thick chick named Sandy. And I'm in the middle of the park with everybody's feeling crazy. I went to visit Granny's house, so I see why I don't know how to leave. What's funny about these songs is that if you're not from if you're not from the Midwest, then you might not understand like the significance of this. Like this is like our shook ones or our hypnotized or our uh, any Nas Illmatic. Like this is. This, this is our back that ass up. This is our back that ass up. Because this song and a uh, Pope Pimp do or die. Like that, these songs remind me. Because I grew up, I was in Gary when this came out, and this was the biggest thing ever. What we on the? Everything funny. Yeah, this is a BJ the Chicago kid. Hey, in the middle of the barn remix. Hey, the party. I was I was trying to point out a point, a, a spot, but I missed it. Oh. So now I'm gonna have to wait until this hook comes back around. So food. Like in this part right here, how he go up? Hey now, hey, 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 hey in the middle of the park. That's what I like. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. How are you doing, Kat? I'm doing you look really, great. Thank you. I must look how I feel because I feel fantastic. Yeah. You thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good. My feet hurt. Oh. Like hurt. You've probably been working hard. No. Yeah. I I, I had to get these um, barefoot shoes. Mm-hmm. Because uh, anybody that is wearing Kanye West shoes, you're going to die. Oh, well, I mean, that's true for everyone, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but this is going to speed up your death. Okay. Because, like, they're so comfortable that your feet literally has no purpose. So, meaning, like, your feet your feet is supposed to be, um, hello, everybody, I'm Eric Dizzy. <laughs> this is Ignor Philosophy, and I'm here with my favorite person to talk to, Kat. And Kat says she's doing great. She looks great. I like the denim. I can never pull off that much denim. Oh, well, it's just a denim jacket for the listeners. This is an audio medium, but it's just a distressed denim jacket. I know, but I can never pull it off. Well, it is very feminine. <laughs> yeah, I just got a lot of shit that we just can't pull off men anyways. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you could. You just have to be real bold with it. Yeah. No, you look great, too. Basic black. That's how Basic you do it. Basic black. Um, but, yeah, my fucking feet. Like, um, because of wearing those shoes, your feet is supposed to be able to grip the ground and kind of like... Oh, I know. I used to work for years at an orthopedic laboratory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we had this conversation last week, I think, about how your feet... Can supinate or pronate. Yeah. What what that mean? So this is... uh, Supination is when, like, you on the outsides of your feet and then you pronate. That's when you tip inward. That's Mm -hmm. pronation, supination. Yeah, I don't know. Both of them are bad. I mean, because it's basically you're not level. Yeah, you're supposed to be, you know, symmetrical and line yourself up. But when you start, you know, get it imbalanced and then you start working the wrong muscle groups and then you're prone to injury. Yes. So I had, I ordered these and they got here on Saturday and they feel great working out at them, walking in them. But the Yeezys, they make me feel, they make you imbalanced, right? And I already have uh, foot problems. Like I got to roll my feet. I got to roll the 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 stiffness out of them anyway. But oh, getting older and realizing like, oh, I got to take vitamins, collagen pills. Now collagen is legit. Most vitamin supplements, it just makes expensive pee. It's not really doing that much for you. That's fine. I, I'll <laughs> I'll pay for the expensive pee. Okay. But, but the, collagen works. Yeah, but the thing is, is I don't know. Well, collagen, the reason why I want to take collagen with vitamins is so that the vitamins is absorbed. Oh, you need the fat soluble. Yeah, stuff. like with yeah. the collagen, the collagen makes everything like super make water be absorbed in your joints and ligaments and shit like that. So go ahead, put the vitamins in there and make it go. But yeah, just But that's not how your intestinal tract works though. Um, what do you mean? So the way you absorb nutrients is through your intestinal tract. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times if you just sort of dump just the compound or mineral or whatever 
your body isn't made to absorb that. It's used to having a bunch of other stuff. Like, that's why the collagen will help and, like, magnesium and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But a lot of times uh, you can introduce it to your body, but unless it's absorbing it, it's useless. Right. So a lot of times your body, it'll absorb it much better if it's food mm-hmm. because then you have to break it down so it's, like, in there longer so it has time to, like, get absorbed into the intestinal wall. So what do you say about juicing then? A lot of times juicing is in like smoothies. We like it because it seems like easy, but a lot of times it's just empty calories. You'd be better off just eating those vegetables. You can never get the fiber. You can never eat that much vegetables. Well, I mean, but like the you amount? can only you can overload yourself, but you can only absorb so much at one time. So you'd just be better off habitually eating a lot of healthy food so that your body's just constantly absorbing it. My it. opinion, but you know, do what you want. I mean, I'm gonna take these collagen pills and drink this juice. Okay. And see what happens. I do like uh the fresh press juice at fresh time though. I did get that. Oh yeah, I just make my own. Yeah. I stole a juicer from my um from my mother-in-law when my father-in-law passed. That's the best thing about death. Steal. The loot? Stealing. Stealing. Yeah, because everybody is in such disarray Mm -hmm. that I just started stealing, like, I stole a juicer. Okay. I stole some batteries. um, A bunch of shit that my father-in-law wouldn't need anymore. Yeah. I was like, "Uh, well, you didn't give it to me when you were here. I'm going to just yoink, take this. right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not stealing, like, money or anything like that. Sure. Just, just taking dibs all, on his stuff. Dibs on all the shit that I know ain't going to be used. We yeah. are, we're in that process, too, of cleaning out. That's tough. <sighs> that was never my strong... I, I'm really lucky in my family. We all, like, stay in our lanes, and that's never been my lane. What lane? The cleaning lane? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like... Cause the, I had a bunch of jokes uh-huh. just now on you. I know. That's why I said, oh. <laughs> but I was... I just, <laughs> Kept, kept the conversation going. I felt that. <laughs> I can feel that. I'm going to just keep the conversation going. No, I just, that just wasn't my, like I have a cousin, she's really good at like renovation stuff or home organ, you know, she's HGTV. Right. And I'm more Food Network. Okay. You know you what are. I'm saying? So, you're, you're, you don't bring food in here, but I do know that for I was running late already, so next time I'll have my life together. That's good. You, you look know. like, you look good enough to be late. Thank you. You know what, you what I'm saying? I was watching that inventing. Ugly people don't get grace on being ugly. I mean, they, late. They don't. Gotta be early this is like, really? This is what I was waiting for? Mm-hmm. Damn it. Mm-hmm. No, that's terrible. No, I was watching that show, Inventing Anna, on Netflix. Okay. I've heard about it. Okay. And it's amazing how much you can get away with if you dress well. So much of her game was just. Oh, she looked like she got money. She must be. She must be. Not that she has money, but like she's been had money. Okay. Like it's that's a, a different look. It's a different. Yeah. It's a different look. It's a be. different look. It's a different move. So like, but you know, she ended up. I mean, spoilers. She's just a scammer. So she's just Scam good at likely. observing. Yes. Yeah. It is very easy to um, trick the people. I deleted uh, all social media off my phone. Oh, thanks to you. you. Oh. Thanks you're to welcome. you. I did it and. Um, Right when I was like, all right, I'm going to start going to sleep early or exercising, drinking way more water, no coffee. I just, I want to be clear-headed when um, the twins come. I was about to say, because you're going to war. Yeah. Um, So. Girls are no joke. Eh. Yeah. I've dated them my whole life. It's different. Like. You got to, I got to guess what they want all the time. I got to be there when they 
when they after before they say they need me, I got to be there after they no, think they're done with me. No, it's this whole thing of it's very difficult keeping women happy. Like that's, that's just not. yeah, it is. It's not for me. It is good for you. <laughs> it's hard for me. <laughs> it was harder than keeping my son happy for real. Like or maybe I was just old. I'm just older now. Like I'm tired. Yeah. Like for him, I was so young. How old were you when you had your daughter? <sighs> Thirty-two. Okay. You were tired. That's yeah. not how old I was when we had Because I was 22 when I had my son. Like, okay. They're like about 10 years apart. So he was like, you know, so I'm like 22. I got a lot of energy. A lot of energy. Yeah. Like we're sledding. We're like doing like, we're fun. I'm fun. Yeah. And then. Daughter come along. You got the old. And you. it's like a second child too. So I'm already kind of phoning it in a little bit. Like you're not going as hard because you're like, oh, now the stuff I was worried about, it'll be fine. You know, yeah. they're okay. And yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So. That's kind of how I feel now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Dorian, we would. I was just overly cautious. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could, I couldn't sleep at all because every, every breath, every fart, every anything, I was like up. But now, nah. Plus, my mom is here. My sister in law, um, she's not working right now. So bring your ass on over here, help out. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. Everybody always like at the funeral, at my um folks' funeral. They was like, if you need us, call us. And motherfuckers always say that. Mm-hmm. I'm about to call all you motherfuckers. Hey, come on over here. I got shit to do. I need yeah. y'all. To, I need. I need all hands on deck. I'm very literal, so if you say something, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna assume you mean it. Oh uh, yeah, I need them to be. I need them to be there because at the baby shower, um, Dorian. When we walked in, Dorian was like, "Nigga, fuck this." <laughs> he was looking around like, "Who the fuck are all of y'all?" <laughs> And I'm not talking and hugging. Like, he wouldn't hug nobody. He didn't want to be with Sierra. He didn't want to be with my mom. He didn't want to be with her sister. He didn't want to be with anybody. Daddy, hold me. Do not put me down. I had to hold him for an hour and a half. He was probably, well, you know what? He was overwhelmed. He's a, he's exactly. a, he's a, um, he's a, um, a uh, pandemic baby. Sure. So he doesn't have the social skills. I don't even know if it's that because I remember my son being like that. He couldn't stand stuff like that. A lot of people? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he'd be so ready to go. I remember it's like a joke in my family because at my cousin's wedding, it was such a fun wedding, like the reception. And I love to party. So I'm having a good time. He is just, he's over it. Like, he's just like, get me out of here. I hate this so bad. Even now, he doesn't party. Like, he's in college and he's like, eh. He don't like parties. Partying in college is. I don't, I, I, we threw a party in college and I only could tolerate that because I would DJ, but. See, so you're away from all the people. I'm away from, that's the, <laughs> that's the benefit of being Lording a DJ. Lording over them a little bit. Yes. I control all of this. <laughs> and I think that might be my, my own issue is like, I, I need to, I need to feel like I'm in control, but partying. It's to, serving you well. Yeah. I think so too. But yeah, Dorian wasn't having none of that. And I, the reason why I see, I love Sierra so much because Sierra is a, isn't a girly girl. She ain't playing none of those games. She not, don't measure my stomach. Don't, <laughs> she's not doing any of that shit. And she's like. I love those. Yeah. I love baby shower games. Oh, no. <laughs> but the, the, the first one, the first baby shower, the first baby shower with Dorian, it was kind of like, this is pointless. In my mind, I felt like this is, if we, if y'all just wanted to eat and then give us stuff, then great. Let's just call it that. But. Yeah, we call it a shower. No, nah, because it's not. It just—I don't know. I, I'm thankful. I just got through saying I like to party, so like 
A baby yeah, shower is a type of party. Yeah, I don't like the party. Okay. Because I don't mean, both Sierra and I both don't like being the center of attention. Oh. So like the whole wedding shit, not, like we couldn't. Now that, that's funny too. Both of my weddings, I eloped. I never wanted to have a big wedding. Why? Because to me, it felt like it was too sacred for that. Like I felt like every, so much of weddings is around partying, even though I love to party. But, like, you're supposed to be going into, like, this huge commitment with this person. It's like you might as well. And it's the people tell you all the time it's just y'all two in the marriage. Yeah. So when you're celebrating with all these other people who are, you know, every every wedding I've been a part of for the most part, it's usually really stressful. Everyone's, yeah. you know, projecting their stuff onto you. Yeah. It's really expensive. And I always said, too, I'd rather use that money on furniture. Yeah. Or I down feel, payment. I feel like. The re- like and the reason why I deleted the social media, I posted I posted a picture of us, super super short caption, no comments, but I, it was it had, the Instagram had already been deleted off of my phone for a couple of days. I was like, oh, I gotta post this for some like I felt like the need to post, so I posted it, disabled the comments. I forgot to delete it off my phone, and a comment the people were DMing me to leave a comment. And they were like, why are you turning comments off? And I was like. Because the people who need the people I the people who I care about I have have already told me what they feel about this her having her us expecting twins and so many people feel I this is going to sound very arrogant but I have to say it I love arrogance I am not your friend you are a fan of mine so. A lot of people that follow me, you are you are a fan of mine. You either like ignorant philosophy, you like Black Widow, you you like something that I created. We are not friends, so it's My not. Tip, you know me. Yes, you don't. You don't know me. <laughs> it's not that I'm trying to hide anything. You don't know me. I'm not your friend. You don't need to know all of my moves. Me taking the comments off of that gave me a certain power back. It like, made sense to me. I, I saw that post because yeah. I think I liked it. Yeah, and that's. I was like, because uh, I was going to leave a comment, and I was like, oh, you're going to say things. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because you've already said congratulations. Like, you see, you've seen her in person. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, you said you said your congrats in person. Everybody, All of my friends, if you want to say congratulations, call or pull up on me. Don't leave, don't, don't leave it to Instagram for you to tell your friends how you feel about, about oh, shit. I have, like, a thought the other day when I was discussing, like, the impact of social media on society because— have a unique view. I'm old enough to have seen the ascendancy of it. And so I'm realizing now for younger people, social media has a certain legitimacy that it doesn't have for me. So mm-hmm. for a lot, of, I remember when Drake had his baby and everyone was like acting like he was trying to hide him because yeah. he wasn't posting him. And I'm like, I, I get that. Like not everybody posts their kids. It doesn't mean you're hiding them. Y'all aren't my friends or my family. <laughs> Stupid ass. You're my friend. Who? I, everybody. That's stupid. Friend, strangers are just friends you haven't met. No, strangers could be enemies <laughs> you haven't met either. Strangers could be. Well, usually your threats. enemies start off as friends, so we just you know. I don't know. I I I, <laughs> they're taking social media off my phone. Like it's all just different worlds in my mind. Twitter is different from Instagram. Instagram is different from Facebook. Facebook is different from TikTok. TikTok is yeah, different like different from, clubs different clubs but there is a very important club that is super important that's super important but it's, it's it can often 
be forgotten about, and that is the club that is in your fucking face. The real, the real club. I had a homeboy of mine say that he didn't notice that he gained 50 pounds. Well, I mean, if you're only looking I, like this, you don't see everything no, no, else. No, 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 no. When you take a shower and you wash that motherfucking stomach and you look in the mirror when you dry that motherfucking stomach and you got to look around. Like, if yo, I'm a grower, not a shore, TMI, but if my stomach gets too big, I can't see my dick. That's actually one of the things they said, like, for every 30 pounds you lose, for men, every 30 pounds you lose, you gain, like, an inch of dick. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's just, like, a fun fact. But it's interesting because when I work out, Sierra be like, oh, it feels, it feels different. Like, I'm like, all right, well, cool. Let me just keep working out then. But when you are so, and when you're so engulfed into this fake world, this fake reality, it is easy for you to lose sight of what's important. Well, yeah, because then it becomes more legitimate than real life. I think for so many people, like they just, for younger people that I talk to, like not being on social media is so unimaginable. Like you might, it's like that episode of Black Mirror when like people kept getting downranked and stuff like that. And like, it was just that much of control of your life. Like it's, that's why that episode, I had to pause that episode. I couldn't watch it straight all the way through. Cause I was like, oh my God, like this isn't that far off. Side note, Black Mirror, please come back. I miss you very much. So we have had a (laughs) lot of years without you. I need you to come back and make fun of. Is it coming back? I have no idea, but something that good cannot be gone for this long. Well, but I it's, mean, but it's, it's a British show. They don't usually make, a, like, a whole bunch of seasons of stuff. Like, British stuff is usually, like, it is wild if you get, like, two seasons. Fuck that. Hey, Black Mirror, <laughs> please come back. But for me, for me, social media, what was what's interesting about it is, it is that should I just post what I think, should I just make up a life? Oh, like a personality, Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name was saying? See that? What was it? Charleston White. Yeah, he was talking about, like, you just make up your little persona. Yeah, just start posting shit that people automatically think. Like, people think that I'm living this life anyway, so I just start posting it and, and leaving the comments off and just fake it and never and never get on there and just see what happens. But it's not that important to me. But I can see how it is important for other people. But people, please, please, please just live the life that you have in front of you. Because you can get wrapped up in, in social media. And it wasn't, it's not even, it's not even about the likes or the, 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 the amount of likes or the amount of followers. I think that every time I was, say, say I'm mixing, right? Say I'm mixing a project. Every time I would get to a point to where I would get uh, frustrated or I need to think, I would pick up my phone. And then I would get lost into my phone for like 30 minutes. And then I would get back to mixing. And then I would be, I would have to st- go back maybe like 30 minutes of where I was before I stopped mixing. And then I get back to that point eventually that I had to, that I need to research for. And then I would pick up my phone again to distract myself. Or if something, if I just found that a lot of time was being spent on my phone. It seems like taking a hit. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And there is there. I didn't know that there are pills you can take that can replace the dopamine type of uh, whatever feeling you get when you when you do that. So it's not like a cold turkey thing. But it's definitely. um, Well, congratulations. It takes a lot of discipline. It does. Because most people don't. Yeah. What is discipline? 
Wow, what a is, great is it, question. Is it shrinking your ego? Because for me, it's like... This one's like a muscle. It is. Because you can... A lot of times you have to start small. Like I think that's what people get messed up to when they try to make changes in their life. They want to like be like, okay, I'm instantly amazing now. Yeah. And it's never like that. Like You always have to kind of work yourself up incrementally. This is one of my favorite sayings. Like It never gets easier. You just get better. Mm-hmm. So like what you're doing, it's never an easy thing to do. Right. But every day that you exercise that discipline, you just get better and better at it to everybody else. They think it's easy mm-hmm. for you. Right. Like, oh, well, it's easy for you. It's not easy for me. It's like, actually, it's as difficult for me as it is for you. But right. I've just, you know, committed myself to this discipline. Yeah, I think that's one I wanna, why I want to go back uh, working out at least twice, once or twice a day. At least wow, twice a day? Yeah. It feels a lot, but I don't want to discourage you. It just feels like a lot. You couldn't discourage. Okay. <laughs> you could, because it's the discipline Good. thing. If you say, okay, I when you realize how much time you spend on your phone, you could, you could. I don't know. That was scary. I've never seen that happen before. Okay. When you, when you, for me, now I don't even know what happened. <laughs> it's still recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. For me, it's the amount of time that I spend on my phone. I could easily jump rope for another 25 minutes. Just, I don't have anything to do. Dorian's playing. Sierra doesn't need me. All right, let me jump for 25 minutes. Just because... I'm bored or just, just, just when you, I feel like when I work out, I'm less likely, less likely to eat bullshit mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't want to do that. But you don't undo your good work. I noticed my cravings are better when I work out. Right. Like I actually crave healthy food. How's your sugar thing going? So I, I was doing great. Sugar, what is it? Sugar, what are you doing? I'm fasting from like. Lent? Is yeah. Lent? Okay. Mm-hmm. So until Easter, and I'm not eating anything with added sugar. So I'm still eating, like, f- natural sugars, like fruit. And I still put honey in my tea. But, like, you know, nothing where if you look at the ingredients, it'll say high fructose corn syrup or sugar. Okay. And it's going pretty well, and I feel good. And maybe that's why I have more energy to make an effort today. Who knows? But, like— so the, the sugar you're not putting in your body? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but I did mess up last week. I was visiting my grandmother and she always has like little stuff around. And I just absentmindedly ate a Rice Krispie treat without even thinking about it. And, and then when that, I was and done, that motherfucker. Yeah, it was one of the little tiny square ones too. And I was like, and I was like, ah, damn. It's like I messed up. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I just messed up. That's all it is. I'm still keep going. Man, the way you talk to yourself when you fuck up is very important because a lot of motherfuckers have been like, they hate him like, oh, well, I'll just start over next week. And then I'll just eat <laughs> the rest of the day, just fuck up. Or the rest of the week. It's, it's Sunday, my nigga. You're going to wait a whole week. <laughs> no, start today. Yeah, I just gave myself some grace. And technically, the way you're supposed to, like, do it is you fast an extra day after Lent's over to make okay. up for the day you messed up. Okay. I saw somebody on Twitter say she's going to give up dick. Until Easter, but she said it might be cheating because she wasn't getting dick anyway. I mean, hey, the amount it still of, counts. The amount of women who complain about not getting sex is it's uncanny. 
Why? Because the amount of guys saying that they are getting sex is is like it's like one is too low. Like for like men claiming that they give out good sex or that women are this or that versus the women saying that they're not getting is the the numbers are too uneven for oh, me to well, believe. Yeah. Well, everyone's lying to each other, so it's you're not going to get any good data. Yeah, this this research sucks. Yeah, you're not going to get good numbers cuz yeah, that that sounds about right, but no one's ever satisfied with anything. I think that the the winter time made people keep having sex with people that they didn't want to have sex with because it was too cold to to venture out and find somebody new, find somebody new, but I feel like this summer the hose is going to be out. I feel like it's going to be a very hot summer. Uh, like the, all the, the hose, signs are pointing yeah, to cuz it like be cuz it's already they're saying you take the mask off, you know. I'm not taking my mask off. Okay. I mean, I still like my mask, but you know, I'm just saying the way things are going, like the right. pandemic's transitioning to an endemic. The so, uh, endemic? Yeah. Did you make that up? No. Oh, I was about to give you that credit. <laughs> I'm about to say, damn, you're good. You didn't make That's that up? I haven't heard epidemiologist. that. epidemiologist. Yeah, like there's different <laughs> qualifications for diseases. So There you, there you go with that brain <laughs> No. Go being smart. No, but like there's, yeah, there's different categories. So that's been the goal to get it downgraded from a pandemic to an endemic. endemic. Yeah. Nah. Like the flu. Like the flu's an endemic. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It just felt like, it just felt like, it just felt like coronavirus is like, all right, y'all, I'm out. You know how like your auntie about to leave and like she hug, she, she'll <laughs> hug for like 30 minutes. I feel like that was a di- the different variants, like her hugging. Yeah. And then, but now and it's like, like, okay, well, I need to get going. Yeah. Like, that was that was yeah. Delta Cron mm-hmm. and the Omnicron. That was all of that. But now I feel like she's in the car, <laughs> and whatever happens, it's like, oh, she forgot her purse, and she might come back with a little bit of something. But I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like anybody is scared of. Corona. We're all maxed out. Like the fear. Like you can only. It's like when you get used to a smell. We've gone like corona blind, like you can get nose blindness. Yes. So we have corona blindness or COVID okay. blind. Like COVID we blindness. just can't, we can't process it anymore. Like our brain's like we're, we can't anymore. You have to do other stuff now. So I wish white people would have that thing, that feeling about racism. Like, no, because once again, they don't feel like they're racist. That's the thing. Like you'd have to convince them first and foremost that racism like is a real thing and it's still going on yeah. i find like with most white people that's the biggest barrier because they don't know that, that they're doing it that this, yeah. that's a, it's even a thing right mm. they feel like it's either something from the past and a lot of them too think like the past stuff wasn't that bad oh like, wasn't that bad we're just exaggerating so yeah you couldn't uh, you could unhang yourself it's, yeah <sighs> Jesus it's like Christ. i mean of course there were a couple of bad apples but on the whole aren't you glad that Got you out of Africa? No, nah, what we need to do is what we need to do is take all of those fucking uh, pictures and camera footage of all of the white people who were at these that were behind the fire hydrants and behind German shepherds and behind the sit-ins and just post them, digit like digit di- digitize them to where it looks like HD 4K. I seen a video of. Will Chambers, Will Chamberlain, playing basketball, and it looked like it was 4K. If they can oh. make him look like that, no. Go in all of the fucking, 
All the motherfuckers who was throwing bricks at Martin Luther King, throwing rocks, pebbles, fucking sticks. But you know what white people still be like, why are you bringing up the past? No, ain't no past. <laughs> no, ain't no past. Ain't no past. Now, why this, are you bringing this, up old stuff? This is a museum of hatred. <laughs> And this is this is where we come not to see and learn about Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or Huey P or any of these motherfuckers or no, nobody black. Everybody in here is part of the problem. And I want people to come in here and it's, and no black people can come inside. Okay. It's for whites only. You got to you got to mm. trick them. Well, okay, because then they'll be like, ooh, ooh great, no darkies. Great, no darkies. <laughs> then okay, gonna I see where you're going. Gonna, I was about to push back, but now I see where you're going. Gonna, this is genius. And they're going to walk in, and you it's like Ikea. Once you're in, you mm. got to go through the whole thing mm. to get out. So in order for you to get out, you got to walk through. Well, you can still have the shortcuts, but then that would be the really intense Oh, stuff. that's the super intense Yeah, Because now it. those I pictures, those pictures are the digitized pictures of the lynchings. Jesus. So all those pictures where they were just standing around the the strange fruit, yeah, y'all daddies like and uncles, yeah, like yes, yes. Yeah. When y'all walk through this motherfucking field day of lynchings, that's that's the quick. You can get out of here, but you can't close your eyes because we sprayed something. Oh God, that prevents you from closing your. Oh yeah, yeah. Once you once you come in, this is a whole. You thought this out? I have not. This is freestyle. Okay, okay. But if I had a, if I had to make a business plan. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be something. This is gonna be something for that. Ass. This would be okay. Because we need that. So IKEA for racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IKEA for racism. I'm with it. Anything to get the message out. I feel like that's just always the biggest obstacle when I'm when I'm listening to like white people. Like actually, you do that. It's crazy. Yeah, I do. I don't. No, because I, I feel like if I can lose a job off of a tweet that I tweeted in 2013, you should be able to be crucified for throwing <laughs> a rock at Martin Luther King in 1953. And the children. I always think I watch a lot of um, Drunk History with my daughter, and they were doing the Little Rock Nine, and you know they were just doing a recreation of you know these people just screaming at these children. <laughs> trying to go to school and it's so crazy shout out to Forrest Comfort giving that girl her book when they dropped he did you know what I'm saying yeah but he, oh and shout out to all the nice white people oh like shout out to y'all ab- abolitionists yeah shout know, out to y'all really, but fuck y'all we don't too. learn about that at all yeah because their aunties and uncles were still crackering <laughs> that's true they had to keep it on the low yeah keep it on the low because the only thing that. they hurt the only thing they hate worse than a nigger is a nigger lover what, what, imagine going to a family reunion and they just and they the, it's it's a secret like it's like a it's like a it's like a uh, rumor that you're a nigger lover, right? So they like pass the peas, nigger lover, right? Yeah. So now you now they now you go come out the bathroom and everybody like uh like the help they when they uh kick the you seen the movie? I have seen the help. I read the book. I love that movie. When they um funny story funny story about that. I watched that movie when it came out. And that night, I had a horrible sinus uh, headache. That's the night I had a dream that I married Sierra. Huh. But we weren't dating then. Huh. Very, very weird. Interesting. Very, very weird. Manifesty. No, I think she drugged me. Instead, my head was hurting. Well, okay. <laughs> women okay, do, we women do witchery. But, do we? Yeah. But you uh, know how they kicked that, uh, the redhead girl out of the... Uh, mm-hmm. And then every... That they they spread rumors about her, so she couldn't go back to town. So I feel like that's what happens when they find out you're a nigger lover. 
Yeah, it's downright dangerous. They will mess around and kill you, too. <laughs> like, I mean, there's social ostracization, but then there was also the fact that a lot of times, yeah, they you could die. die. So, like, yeah, it took a lot of bravery to be like, you know what? I think— I'm going to help the blacks. These darkies might be people. It's like that's <laughs> that's such a controversial thought. What about the white women who were helping the darkies in the dark— the darkies was like, you know, I'm going to give you some dick. I mean, that's always fun, you know? <laughs> Coming in this but, underground railroad, but before you do, come to this I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, that's just part of human nature. That's just always going to happen. Can you imagine that? Can you I imagine? Mean, and you think about, too, like, it goes the other way. I remember, was it Linda Brent, her memoir about trying to escape slavery? And basically, a lot of black women, they'd give it up, too, if a white dude was like, hey, you know, I could, you know, buy you and your family. You know, we right. can make this happen. And Coochie. You know what I mean? And you fall for it, but then he just knocks you up, and then now you got, like, more baggage, and it's harder to escape. Damn. Yeah. And y'all, y'all was getting tricked back in the day. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Y'all ain't learned yet? Apparently not. <laughs> Only difference now is we got birth control. It's like yes, yes, yes. Pop this pill, <laughs> give him permission. Keep it pushing. And, yeah, psych, psych your mind. No, that was a <laughs> make your booty shine. That was a wild. That was a wild tangent about um, barefoot shoes and then racism. Mm-hmm. What we a, went um, there. What a, it didn't uh, take long though. No, once you crack the can open on racism, it's just... It's pretty much everywhere. It's so yeah. it's baked in the sauce. Somebody asked me a very good question, and I want your opinion on it. Okay. Um, but I'll ask you when I come back from the, from the bathroom break. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. It just doesn't have as good of a UX as um, Instagram. What, LinkedIn? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, Instagram is, like, fun to use. LinkedIn feels like work. It does. Whereas Instagram just feels like fun, even though, like, you can get some work done on Instagram. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like work. I feel like I'm having fun. I just see through all the, like, I guess because I know all of of my friends who have LinkedIn, I don't really like seeing their, their work personality 
that's what it is. That is, I, I like it. I think it's funny. I don't want to hear anybody use their white voice. You know what I'm saying? My ex used to work from home. It used to crack me up whenever this he had to switching? like, yeah, like when he'd have to get on stuff and like be all professional and everything. It was it was hilarious. I think it's very shrink. I think it's even though it's a skill to have, I feel like it just shrinks you as a human being to have to. Oh, it's soul crushing, but yeah, you know, a lot of stuff is. Yeah, I don't like that, and that's that's part of my issue, is that I I don't conform to soul crushing things because I. Uh, I like to look at myself in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, I prefer not to have my soul crushed, too. Yeah. But so. the question that my uh, my friend asked me, he is a... Um, you said a deer? Nadir. Nadir. Yeah. And he asked, he was asking, he asked me, why don't black people cherish their family? Cherish the family. And I was going to go down this whole rabbit hole about slavery and racism and just how it's designed for us not to do that, but... I was like, I don't know, bro. That's a good question. But I was at the baby shower. I was because I didn't have my phone. I don't, like when you don't have social media on your phone, there is absolutely I could see why you put it on the refrigerator. <laughs> like I was, I was joke, I was joking on you, but I was like, man, this motherfucker is just in the way. I should just put it somewhere. Up. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a refrigerator magnet. But with they were asking um, my mom, my aunt, their parents were trash. Gotcha. My grandparents were trash. And they were just, they were just, it was just different for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was just so different for them. But. They had more trauma. Yeah. They had a lot of trauma. They tried to pass it on. They, they, they passed on a certain amount of it to my aunt and my mom, but they were just like, um, they said, oh man, because all of the boys that were there, all of the little boys, like Dorian's age, Tyler boys, if their father was there, they were clung to the fathers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So they were, I was saying, they said, oh, man, they all daddy's boys. And I was like, uh, I don't know if they're daddy's boys because when Sierra is here and I'm here, he's, clung, he's clinging to her. Mm-hmm. But he's scared, so he's clinging he to me. He wants protection. He wants protection. And I was like, if we had fathers that were present, y'all would probably have seen this a long time ago. Yeah. But they didn't. And for me, I think that trying to get the older generation— or the gen- my mother's my mother and aunt generation to see like the way y'all were raising us was kind of wrong, and I don't want to throw it in your face. But every time I don't want to throw it in their face, but every time they bring something up, I'm like, oh well, there were no men around to debunk what you're saying. So you you've been saying this for years and years and years, and there was no man to kind of say that's not true because the men you date. They they kind of depend on you, so they don't want to say. I've never really heard in my entire life a man stand up to any woman without being disrespectful. Like, bitch, shut up! Or it's never been a healthy debate where he's like, "All right, well, you're wrong, and this is why you're wrong." And then a woman being like, "Oh, it's like, okay. well, actually, I think that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's never been. It's never been that. It's always been separate groups. Just, yeah, like you said, the woman in the kitchen, the man, the men outside in the grill, and when they get together, they eat and they laugh, and then they're not talking about anything serious. And that's kind of why I kind of don't like family gatherings because it's still like that. If we're going to get together, let's talk about how we're making food to kill each other. Like we're literally <laughs> spending hours laughing and joking over food, ignoring the real shit that is potentially going to kill at least five people in here because at least five people in here have hypertension. 
I haven't seen any of you drink water my entire life. So I'm I'm almost positive that your sodium intake versus water intake is off balance. But these are the conversations that I want to have, you know, in family gatherings. And then when we get together, we the baby shower was just a bunch of meatballs and nachos. And I'm like, this is not healthy. So we're not only are we not having real conversation, we're also eating. You pick the noisiest fucking cup. <laughs> Apologies, listeners. <laughs> but you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like when we get together as a unit, we never really have any meaningful conversations. And for me, that makes me not want to be around. So what would, you, what would your ideal like family gathering situation be? I have no idea. But it wouldn't be surface level conversations. Okay, uh, so it would have like important conversations, yeah, like, like enriching conversations. Because yeah, we only have those. Like my 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 cousin and his wife, they lost a baby, so he sent on an SOS text to the to the cousins to the to the male cousins. It was like, "Yo, let's I need y'all." So whenever whenever somebody sends that text, we got to drop everything and go. And in my mind, I'm thinking. The conversations that we're having at this this kickback, we're talking about relationships, we're talking about mental health, we're talking about how we're dealing with our spouse, we're talking about how we're dealing with the, with, with the responsibilities of being a man and having to take care of it. We're having a real conversation. I'm like, man, I would sure love if our wives was in here <laughs> or, our, or our moms was in here so they can actually hear us have these conversations. But we could never... Men... I, I don't think men feel comfortable having these conversations in front of our spouse. Because Is it the vulnerability thing? No, but yeah, be, well, kind of. I think part of it is because I don't want you to question if I'm strong enough to steer this ship because I have questions about what's in the water. You're my co-pilot. You're my co-captain. So it's you're the person I'm going to saying, yo, what the fuck we going to do if it's an octopus up there? And I don't want you to, I don't want her to be like thinking that I'm scared. No, I, I am, I am scared, but I'm not sca- too scared to go. I'm driving this ship because I don't have a fucking choice, but I do want you to give me your, your input about how we're going to deal with this fucking cracking or cracking. Well, and why aren't you allowed to be afraid? Because women aren't taught how to handle a man that is afraid because we're supposed to be da 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 and But that's, you're, that's the thing, too, like getting past that idea of what we are and aren't supposed to be. Like, you just are. That's generation. That's generational shit. That is. Well, I wanted to, like, answer— The family um, thing? Yeah, Nadir's question about why black families don't stick together because it's— Interesting to me too, because you're saying like he's in, um, he's from Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. And so it is always interesting to me how well, his family is. His family, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when people sort of kind of have an immigrant experience, because I noticed that um, a lot of times black people are compared to immigrants because they're like, well, these other non-whites have been able to come yeah. over here and get their shit like together. Africans. Yeah, Africans like, have that view of us too. Yeah, where they're just like, ew, what is your problem? Yeah, that makes me not like Africans. <laughs> I like Africans. No, like this, those who have that opinion, I don't, it makes me... Well, be- sure, but just in general, like, I think that, um, so, like, I wanted to show you this picture I did. It's a it's an incomplete picture I did of a painting because it really, to me, 
goes into why we have so much trauma. Like there's the trauma that we pass on and then there's the trauma that's literally born into us. Your art sometimes looks like the art in the history books. You know what I wanted it to look like? Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? A little bit. You remember when they used to have those murals in Town Hall and Pawnee? Nope, 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 nope. nope. Someone listening does. I wanted it to look like one of the murals in the Town Hall and Pawnee. But basically, it's just a picture of um, a mother being separated from her children at a slave auction. And family separation was a really powerful tool during slavery. And so there was a lot of effort made in keeping black families separated, even after slavery. Even now, and when I read different accounts of like Native Americans, that was a big part of them destroying the Native American community too, is like separating children. Like they even, even now, like it's still a big problem of pulling children away from their homes and then like trying to get them assimilated. Right. So that would be my answer. Like it's because we're, I mean, but me personally, my family is very close. Um, You talk about like family gatherings, like the ones we have now, like, because our family has decided just to start catering stuff instead of trying to cook everything. Smart. So it's very smart. My cousin's like, she's crazy smart. And so... <laughs> hey, like, guys, let's just order. We Whole Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods we order food. every day from DoorDash. Let's let's just order and this. Let's I, keep the tradition going. it's the opposite for us. We mostly cook most of our meals, so right. it's kind of like a treat. Like, yeah. You know, mm. let's just have somebody else. Let's all have a holiday. <laughs> Like, because usually that. it just ends up with, because that's what I remember thinking. I'm like, is this how it feels for men? Like, you just eat and that's it and just yeah. relax. relax. I'm like, that's awesome. Must but, be like, good we, to be king. Since no one is doing the lion's share of the work, everybody's just kind of sitting around and talking. And we, it's not separated by men and women. Yeah. But that's what I don't like, the talking. <laughs> I like I like the talking. I realized how I much. I like my family, though. Yeah. I think I do, too. <laughs> I think because, I think. Because there is... But, but to be sure, there's certain stuff we don't talk about to get along. It's not like I can talk to my family about everything. No shit. That's, and that's what I do. I don't like small talk. Okay. Like, like that was, that's my part. That's my beef about networking. I can't <laughs> oh, small talk. Like, it's like, what, what are we doing? Like, you can't find some way to enjoy it? It's a hassle. It takes a lot of energy, but I... It's I, a lot of energy to try <laughs> to enjoy this. For real. Like, it, it is. It's bec- oh, well, you don't drink anymore either. No. So Drinking helps. Yes. <laughs> Drinking helps a shit ton. Smoking helps a shit ton. No, smoking makes me feel weird. It does? If I'm, like, in an uncomfortable situation, if I smoke, it just exacerbates it. So I oh, would yeah, rather yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, but liquor, no inhibit. you know, like, it lowers your inhibition, so I don't feel as self-conscious. But if I smoke, I'm, like, totally, like, aware super of everything. Super aware. Yeah. Yeah, super aware. Yeah, no. Because what, Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No, because part of part of part of the thing is, uh, like, if we if if every what I I wish that we catered because then it would make me not think about people in my family who can't cook. And see that it alleviates a lot of <laughs> yeah, that. Like, who made this? Because we really started doing it during COVID. Because it was kind of uh, like, yeah, let's just instead of bringing everything, da 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 da, let's just you know yeah. take it easy on ourselves. And then, and that's what you can do too. Because my cousin, she came up with it because she was hosting. Like she's got the big house, so she's doing all the hosting. And she's like, well, I'm just gonna order. Yeah. And it's like, okay, half the time ends up being cheaper. I thought about like when I used to host. 
um, when I was still married and like how expensive, like, like, cause I would make all the food. Yeah. And so it would be crazy expensive. But like when we were breaking it down for the whole food thing, everybody chips in. I was like, oh, we should have been doing this. Yeah. We got to re, we got to re, restructure. Um, just and it fan. doesn't mean like I still like to do a pitch in though. Sometimes you just got to be up for it because I do like to cook, but yeah. but yeah, but like if you have you have kind of you have the big house, so like you can host stuff and just be like, look, don't nobody bring anything. I'm just just gonna be just pull up. Yeah, just pull up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about that when it comes to um, like Dorian, for instance, because I am who I am and I talk the way that I talk. He's already, and because Sierra is no different. Like, we're both dickheads. Like, regardless of how however she might seem on the outside looking in, like, she's a bitch. But I love it. But that's why I love her, because it's like, well, she's not a bitch to me. Sure. But, like, she ain't, she's not really. She's not with the shit. She's not with none of that shit. <laughs> and I love it. But that means that Dorian and the two girls that we're going to have are not going to be with none of the shit. So that means that when I drop him off somewhere, they're going to be calling me saying, yo, yo son said this or yo, and I'm going to say, well, what was he supposed to do? Because a lot of the times you want our, we, I feel like a lot of people that are your age or my age, they don't know how to speak up for themselves at all. Not even a little bit, because they've been told for forever not to say yeah. what needs to be said. So now, when 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 I get to the 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 being the family functions and being an adult at family functions, I'm in a room full of people who are shrunk their entire lives, and then I'm coming in like I don't give a fuck who in here. I'm talking how I'm talking because I'm an adult. I'm 35 years old. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not. And even if I was, do something. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like if if I was coming at you being disrespectful, then either it's warranted. I'm not. I've never been disrespectful due to my life, but I feel like because I be in a room full of shrunken people, oftentimes my views aren't shrunk. So I'm I'm not married to any of the ideas that I have, which means that if somebody comes along with information, my mind can be changed. Yeah. So a lot of times I'm having conversations with people who've never had the bravery to think outside of the comforts of their own four walls. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they've never traveled. Like I've traveled most, I've traveled more than anybody in my family because I've lived in so many different places. I've met so many different people. My opinions are, my opinions are different. So when I'm coming, it's like, I don't know what, what it must've been like for Aladdin to go to the castle and then come to go back to the, to the slums like oh man this exists this exists they like man that don't that ain't really real you well know? yeah you can never really go back not when you've really when your mind's been open like you can't go back to a more smaller sheltered ver- version of the world do you so what you saying that do you believe that we are able to help the the, the to like are we able to touch the sky and come back and save people no that is that that's the answer I was hoping for, but I wasn't expecting it to be so cut and dry. <laughs> Cause a lot of people think that we can change and save and help and I and and look, all right, so this I we don't have a lot a long time today. So <clears throat> I went on Twitter before I deleted it off my phone, right? And there was a um I was doing the thing for Vox and for the listeners out there, I have been interviewing 
for Vox. And uh, by the time this come out, I'll know if I got the job or not. But with Vox, I had to learn so much shit about audio that because I do this Black Widow Ignor philosophy on my own, I never have to do it the right way, ever. I've never had to follow any specifications or anything. It's either it's how I want it to be, lazy or not lazy, whatever. But with Vox, they're like, nah, you can't do that. We want it this way, this way, this way. And I'm not I'm not incapable of doing it. So a lot of research, a lot of remixing and remixing and remixing and remixing. That made me feel the fact that I didn't feel scared of the challenge. I was actually like, okay, let me do it. Let me <laughs> let me um let me tackle this. And I felt very empowered. So when I was doing it, when I was mixing that, I'll, and I'll I'll put the interview that I did in here. I think I can share it, but I went on Twitter and they had this thing, talk spaces, and they were having a conversation about podcasting. It was called Podcast and Audition or something. I click on it. I don't know anybody in this room. I don't even know how it popped up on my Twitter, but I think that because I follow somebody, I don't know how it works, but I click it. And the first question a chick asks, hey, um, if you don't have anything to talk about on your podcast, should you take a break? And a coddler, that's her name, a coddler was in the group and she was like, I feel like, if you feel like I feel like if you need to take a if you want to take a break, you can take a break. The fans will understand. Da, 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 da. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. If you take a break, your fans are going to leave. Period. And the way that the algorithm algorithms work on Facebook and Instagram, you can't promote your podcast the same way you can promote a ass shaking video. Because they do not, they don't if they even think you're promoting something they're going to not uh send it to the masses and then they're going to ask you for 35 dollars would you like to promote this post so this is stuff that i've known this is stuff that i know because i've been podcasting since 2015 this is i'm not new at podcasting and i said if you i asked everybody in the room i said how long have you been podcasting somebody said one year two years nobody over three Mm -hmm. right so I said, I, the first time I took my break is when I found out that my family had cancer. And that was six years after I had started podcasting. So I went six years of not no breaks, no nothing. Every single week, at least one podcast, if not two podcasts. And when I took a break, Ignorant Philosophy went from 9,000 to 4,000. And every time I take a break, it goes lower and lower. Yeah. Black Widow is the same way. It went from... 50,000 to 45,000 to 30,000 to, and then it went to fucking 15, 20 and it gets stuck there. If you take a break, they're going to lose, they're going to leave. And then it, the people are going to say, well, um, and all of this is me saying, going back to what you're saying about you not being able to touch the sky and then come back down and tell people because the people at the bottom will always feel like the lottery, that they'll be the one to change it. And, I'll just figure it out myself. So I'm telling them, I'm like, yo, what's y'all end goal? Right. Like, what's your end goal with podcasting? What do you want to accomplish? Some nigga had this beautiful, um, beautiful milk carton passage about how he wants to bring cultures together and this, this, net, 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 net. And I said, well, that's beautiful. That's way more beautiful than what anything that I've ever written. But, you think you're gonna do that more than um you think you're gonna do that more than um 
Louis Farrakhan? You think you're going to do it better than him? No. You think you're going to do it better than Drake? No. You think you're going to do it better than Bishop T.D. Jakes? Beyonce? I'm going back and forth between entertainers and people who are driven to do what you're talking about. I said, well, how many downloads are y'all getting? Nobody wanted to answer the question. How many downloads are y'all getting on an episode in the first 30 days? It's almost like asking a woman her body count. Yeah. The, way, the way that they did not want to answer the question. <laughs> Somebody said, all right, well, I get 50. I said, 50 what? 50 plays. I said, in the, in the first 30 days? She said, yeah. I said, yeah, you can take a break. It doesn't matter. You don't yeah. have you don't have an audience to, to, to lose. <laughs> yeah. You you already you already on the brink of death anyway. But if you feel like you want to take a break and you're not going hard, then that already says who you are with podcasting. Like if you she said somebody in the, in the, in there said, "I broke my leg. I got in a car accident and I broke my leg and I didn't want to talk about that." I said, "God gave you free Content. Content. <laughs> content. God gave you free content and you didn't want to talk about it yet because I didn't want to expose too much of the. I said, Well, this isn't for you. This shit ain't for you. What? And, and that's, that's fine. Like, it's, it's not, not for everybody. Well, Don't it's not jump for everybody. over here and try to do none of this shit. Well, I mean, it's fine to realize it's not for you. That's all I'm saying. Like, right. For but people. nobody in that nobody in that group was understanding what I was saying. I was like. But like you said, you can't really tell people. Like you said, like if you come down and try to explain stuff to people and like save them. It doesn't work. I never, I really try not to give people advice unless they ask me. I mean, I'll throw stuff at it. But you, you have said before, like you want correction. So it's a little bit different for you. You're, you're different. Right. For most people, they don't want correction. Like they want to be told that they're killing it. They're doing awesome. And a lot of times my whole thing is like, I'll just try to be an example. Cause if you do stuff well, eventually people will be like, Hey, what are you doing? And it's like, and then they're open to it because then it's their idea right. to get advice from you. But if it's your idea to give them advice, they're like, who the fuck are you to think? But that's how I felt. I, yeah. The more and more that I talked, I was like, fuck. Cause I did not, I realized like, Oh, I'm in too deep now. <laughs> like I, I really wanted to log off, but I was like, some of the love I said, Y'all think y'all, y'all think y'all can compete with um, iHeart? And I was like, what do you mean? I said, well, y'all know that iHeart bought so-and-so and so-and-so, and then Spotify bought so-and-so and so-and-so. So that means their podcasts are always going to be over yours. Always. No matter what, how good you are. They even, like, Kevin Hart and um, Charlemagne created a podcasting network and then gave podcasts to people who never had a podcast Ever. Not, they didn't go and find people who had three, four, five podcasts. They didn't go and find their own engineers. They didn't go and find anybody creative. They went and found people who had numbers and gave them a podcast because the numbers is all that matters. Yeah. And I was talking to these people and they were like, numbers don't matter. Numbers don't matter. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, then I said, okay, well, y'all must not be investing. That means that y'all. That means that y'all microphones are shitty. The cables that y'all use are shitty. The programs that y'all use are free, and y'all are probably uploading the anchor, which is shitty. Like it's, it's you're you're cutting corners, and then you want your fans to be like, oh, we rally behind you. We're gonna get behind. No, the people can tell when this is fucking ramen noodles versus steak. They can tell the difference. But as I'm saying this, I was like, Eric, you sound like a dick. Stop, <laughs> stop. They don't care. Stop. Stop. And I was like, fuck. 
You're like, no, I gotta let him know. Gotta let these niggas know, no, son. Gotta, gotta let, let these niggas know. know, son. But I was like, but I mean, I I get so frustrated. Like one of the things that hurts my feelings so bad is like not being listened to or being misunderstood. So I was like, I'm just, I can't even do that to myself. But I do love, like, I wish I could pick people more. I, And I'm trying to do that now more, too, where I do listen to advice more. Right. And I'm even going back and thinking of, like, old advice I've gotten. Right. And didn't follow. Right. You know, but it's just been like, I need to be better at recognizing when someone's giving me good advice because they're, mm. like, on the outside looking in. Because just like, I know, I, we say this to my family all the time, everybody knows what everybody else needs to do. So, you know, whenever we're like, well, you know. Well, everybody knows what everybody else needs. So, like, I'm thinking, like, let me just objectively look at this and be like, what what advice would I give somebody, like, give myself? Right. Like, just follow my own advice that I give other people instead of thinking, like, I'm the exception or this time right. or I'm going to, you know, I can do it this way even though everyone else has to do it that way. That's why. That's why I feel like if I just delete social media and just do it, like, I don't really want people to— I don't know anybody who works on podcasting harder than me. Nobody. And and I know a lot of people who started it, but I started it when nobody was doing it. And there was nobody for me to look around to and kind of like piggyback off of and figure out what to do week to week. I was doing this shit a lot of the times by myself. When I got all of these people on my podcast, I was fucking bugging them or paying them to be on my shit. Did it work? I don't know. But did I have fucking fun? Hell yeah. Like us going and interviewing comedians at the uh, Madam C.J. Walker, like we interviewed Shawty and we interviewed Eastside Ivo, me and Keenan. Then we did uh pass I did Pastor Joy, I did Marlon Marlon Jackson. Then I did uh Miss we did Miss Pat. We did we had a lot of people on and it felt really good until I realized like this ain't what I want to do. I don't want to interview people. I don't want to do any of this shit. I want to create. Like this is not creative. Like I felt empty after the conversations. And I feel empty I don't feel empty after these conversations, but I was I was starting to feel empty after a lot of conversations. Like I didn't I didn't get anything. But I I've told them, I said, the reason why certain artists are huge is because people connect to them in a very different way. And if you want to start a podcast and you don't want to be vulnerable to people, you're not gonna connect in a in in a way that is gonna make you stand out from the crowd. But it's, 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 I don't know, it's, it's kind of like, I, I can't imagine the difficulty it must have been to tell slaves that they were enslaved. Like, I cannot, I can't imagine what it must have been like, hey, we need to get out of here. Like, up north, niggas is, like, free. Like, they can, like, do shit. Like, it ain't, a lot, it ain't a lot of shit that they can do. It's like, you bullshit. They be like, man, get the man, fuck out of here, man. man. White people ain't letting black people be free they be like, man, I fucked the white woman. Like, I've seen it. It's no, like, I you fuck, I fucked the white bitch I mean, up I, there. I'm fucking white women, too, but it ain't oh, free. Oh, hell no, hell no, hell no. Massa, massa, massa. That was, like, that been going on. Like, but. having to convince people, like, yeah. like, yo, y'all not free. Like, when you, when, like, and you say you you was thinking about slavery, and I and I cracked on you, and I cracked on you. But when I have those type of moments, it makes me think like, oh, we like we keep we be asking for help, we be asking, praying to God, praying to the universe, fucking begging, playing the lottery, fucking playing all these sweepstakes and begging for help. You don't want help. 
you never you never once looked in the mirror and said, you need to change. Which goes back to me saying that my homeboy gained 30, 40 pounds and never noticed that he get if you don't notice that you have you if you don't he must know, already have stretchy pants. That's how I always know when I'm gaining weight. <laughs> Oh, pants don't these sweats. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh no, this isn't gonna work. But, but yeah. it was, but the pandemic, nobody was wearing pants. I still wore pants. I didn't wear pants. Oh, well, like just... jeans with <laughs> shit with buttons, nigga. No, I was. I. It made me feel weird when I finally. It was a lot pants. of leggings. Definitely a lot of uh, it was a lot sweats. Of I, I was sweat king. Definitely sweat king. But I was just Carl Lagerfeld said. Sweatpants are a sign of surrender. <laughs> surrender to who? I mean, just life, I life. guess. <laughs> just giving up. <laughs> I fuck this. I'm out. No, it just made me. I think that every time I'm about to go outside in sweatpants and I'm like, oof. No. You got to swag it out. You got to swag it out. Okay. Can you swag it out? I feel like out? men can do Get it away. better than women. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, I feel like men. But y'all got leggings. Y'all don't have to wear sweats. See, that's true. Yeah, we can't wear they leggings. They have those like uh, Nike leggings. Who for who? Men. Fuck out of here. Glad <laughs> <laughs> my bulge just <laughs> fuck that. No, I'm, I'm not doing that's that. The, and that's the thing too with the sweatpants. You guys have an accessory for like gray sweatpants. Make I don't have. Work. I don't have a pair of gray sweat, sweatpants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sierra. I don't know. I went in the closet one day and there were no more in there. Fair it's like enough. what the fuck. Actually, Maybe have. somebody broke in the house. <laughs> I do have like a pair of gray sweatpants, and they're men's sweatpants I got from Kohl's, and they're so perfect. Like they're, they're lined with fleece, and they have pot. Men's everything, like men's clothing, a lot of times is better. That's because we have to pay a lot more money for our clothes. No, it, no, you don't Shoot. actually. Yes, not we do. really. Go to Target. Not really. Let's no, to, I'm not going to Target. Yeah, let's go to Target with a hundred dollars a piece and see who's gonna come out there looking saucy. Definitely you over me. Well, that's just because Target doesn't have good clothes for men. Name Period. a place that has good, good clothes for men. Sierra didn't realize that we didn't have a lot of places to shop until we had Dorian. She was like, what the fuck? I can't find clothes for him <laughs> nowhere. It is funner to shop for girls' clothes. Yeah, because um, y'all got, got girl clothes everywhere. Even in the stores do. that does not require clothes to be. Yeah, it's just Barbie's more fun than Ken. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, the, back to the to helping others. I just, it's it's really... It's best just to be an example. That's the best help. That's the best way to help people. Like, just be proof that it's possible. But then I feel like people are going to look at you and say, oh, you had a cheat code. I mean, those are just people who don't want to work hard. And I can't do anything about that. For people who understand, like, what work looks like, it, they're always going to admire people who work. So for people who've never had to accomplish anything or get outside of their comfort zone to... Uh, go through that awkwardness of being bad at something until you're good at it. Like, they're never going to know what, and doing stuff for hours and hours and years and years with nobody caring. Right. Like, people who don't go through that, they don't, they have no idea what it's like. They think stuff is just like the lotto where you do one thing and then boom. Boom. Oh, I did, I did, I did what I was supposed to oh, do you and did it didn't a work. Thing? And it didn't work. And it's I like, give up. No, okay, well then, you don't, you're not about this life. Yeah. Do you think that's why we idolize celebrities, the hard work? No, it's because they're hot. <laughs> not men, though. I don't think men celebrate celebrities because of that. Yeah. You think not all of them, but a lot of them. Like, there's a lot of people who get follows because they're attractive. Yeah. 
I don't do that though. I mean, so I'm just I, saying in general, we already established you're different. Yeah, it, it'd be really weird when, like, when I go to the Explore page on Instagram, just to see the just to see the bad bitches, <laughs> and all of my niggas be it'd be like liked by this. <laughs> I'm like, damn, on every joint, I'm like, damn, you on all of these? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nigga, log the fuck off, bro. You're thirsty. <laughs> That'd be the worst, too, when you find out how, how trash or thirsty your homie is. Well, I've never really had that experience. What's that like? It's very daunting. Mm-hmm. I had a... Let me take that back. I I actually have. <laughs> never mind. I know what it's like where it's just like, ooh, so should we be friends? Right. When you, when you get that, you'd be like, oh, you're the you're the ops. Like, you really, I had a girl, like, break down and tell me, like, what it was like dating one of my homies. And I was like, I don't know if I like him anymore. Wow, it's interesting you took that perspective. Usually, most men are like, this bitch lying. No, I believe, I believe (laughs) 90% of what women say when it comes about to niggas because. And that's where you're different. Because niggas don't. Well, well, part of me be like, yo, why is this I'm glad you said 90% too, because that's about right. Yeah, I I don't believe all these hoes, but. (laughs) But I was like, man, why my nigga single? Like, I've never known him to have a girlfriend. Right. Because there will be guys who's like, huh, that's. And I be thinking, like, he like he can fuck whenever because he's a tool. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he realizes that he's a tool. And oh. that's the that's the scary thing about it. Like, I'm like, yo, my nigga, like. This ain't the look. Elbow, elbow. Hey, 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 hey. My guy. Hey. <laughs> they only fucking you because you can fuck good. <laughs> That's it. Well, is he okay with that, though? I feel like some men are. I don't think most men realize they are used as a tool. Because if, like... You'd have to be really dense. Most niggas are dense. Like that dense, though? Ego. I feel like they have, like, a supernatural intelligence when it comes to, like, sex, though. Like, when, like, the the mechanics of, like, are they or are they not going to get sex? Like, they they immediately become, like, a super genius. Where like other times, like they can't figure out. No, you giving niggas a lot of credit, baby. Well, I'm just talking it, about no. for to get laid. Like, yeah, they put a lot of effort and like skill into figuring out how to do that. Nah, a lot of women, the successful ones do, I guess. Nah, because it's hard. It, it was hard for me to believe how thirsty or how um, not thirsty. How um, aggressive women can be when they're coochie hungry. When they're coochie hungry, women will become extremely like they'll just lay out the coochie hairs like as like as like a as like a, a snap like a like a, a breadcrumb. I don't know. It would be like uh, just lay out the the, the coochie crumbs. I'm to, I'm just I'm more but they, talking but the, about but the niggas like the niggas will take the coochie and think that they did all the work like. She in she lured you in, went she lured you into her inbox. She ignored all of the corny shit that you said. She allows you to invite her over. She ignored that your house was dirty. She went to your like she like she ignored a lot of things because she wanted to experience it. And if it's good, she'll come back, knowing that she just have to ignore all of the shit that she ignored before. Is that normal dating behavior? Because that's the thing too. Because I've been out of the game for a while, so like. Is that because I'm always of the mind like I don't necessarily like people knowing where I live. So I know a lot of times it's like, well, can I just come over? I'm like, we've never even been out. Like, you want to come over like 
immediately, like our first time hanging out, like yeah. just come and over to my house. Naked. <sighs> I was just like, well, this obviously is not a match. No, I mean, but but that's the thing. You are, you're different. Or going to like his house. Like I didn't even bring that up because I'm like, I don't want to do that either. Like that feels dangerous. Is that like just prudish or is it's that prudish. still? Okay. It's prudish. Like, right. but because. But like off the first rip, like we've never dribble. spent any time off together. Off the dribble. Off the dribble. Off the dribble. Going to someone's residence. Off the dribble. And I feel like if that's how you move, a lot of people know where you live. Off the dribble. That feels very dangerous. It is That feels dangerous. like a misstep. So it, how is that being prudish if I'm just trying not to be well, dangerous? It's dangerous if you are worthy of stalking. Or worthy Wait, no, of that's keeping. Hella problematic. No it's one's not. worthy of stalking. Yes. You're worthy of no, being stalked. No, no one should be Well, st- let me say this. Let me say this. <laughs> I don't know you in that capacity of sex. So you know people no, did hold, hold, hold on. Stalking is hold on. I know because you have a past and it could be very triggering. But if a woman is if, if a woman is worried about that the dangers of a motherfucker knowing where she live at, then the chances are the chances of me caring to know where she live at after we're done fucking, that's off. The, like it, it doesn't matter because I'm not ever going to pop up over here because it was never worth me coming over here in the first place. But if I go over there and it fucking smell like roses when I come walk in and it's fucking clean everywhere and you fucking open the door and it's fucking majestic and you rub my back and shit and then we <laughs> get the Netflix, your Wi-Fi super fast and it never lags and then you rub my back and shit and then you fucking is really good and then you stop answering your phone, I'm over this bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> I want to go back to being worthy of being stalked. Like, ideally, no one is worthy of being stalked. Like, should just have you ever been stalked? Yes. Okay, because you're worthy of being stalked. Not every, not not, e- not everybody has been stalked before. I look, look, like look at God just ding that. That was a message. Did you hear that? I did hear it. <laughs> I don't think that stalking happens because of worthiness. If I could put it that way, not everybody has been stalked, cat. That that's true. Not because I mean, not everybody's worthy of being so, stalked. But like stalking is like a technically an abuse behavior. So that's it like is. the thing of like I'm worthy of being abused. Kind of. I know that's fucked up. That but is it's, really yeah. It's fucked up, but I'm right. sorry. Yes. <laughs> Life's pretty fucked up. I and guess it, that's not your fault. No, but <laughs> people are doing this. People are people are linking up at the because you know what it yeah. is? You know what it is? What is it? Social media. I think so too. Social media makes you believe that you know somebody. Yes. I've liked enough pictures. I've I can come over. It's like, here. no, I don't know you. Yeah. I don't know you. Or, I don't know people, I don't know really anybody. Like I damn near don't even trust myself. So it's like you have to <laughs> I mean, seriously, I have to put parameters around my own behavior so I don't mess myself up. True that. So, you know, like, that's just part of my self-care. I feel feel like that's where it could become dangerous and and how, like, you like enough pictures, you talk enough. Like, on on Black Widow, like, because I write about this shit all fucking, all fucking day, I was like, yo, why every diary... I had to stop writing diaries, and for people who do not listen to Black Widow, diary was a diary was intended to be a one-off. Fans write in a little short paragraph of what happened, and I would turn it into a full script. Every diary was starting off social media. 
social media, social media, or going to the club and I was drunk or this, that. Like, like this is how it would be. It would either be they were on social media drinking or at the club drinking, and then they would get horny, and then they would allow somebody. So every— Okay, I remember you talking about this. You're like, everything's from trauma. Everything is from everything is from a, everything is from a, an, an inebriated state. Yeah. So I was like, hey, man, I don't really know if I want to keep doing this. And one of the uh, writers was like, hey, man, fuck it. Like, what are you going to do? But I was like, I don't want to keep— I have to I'm very aware of that I'm writing this from the black woman's perspective. So if I keep writing it this way, it's gonna seem like most black women are like this and a lot of black women aren't like this. And even if they are, I don't want that to be my thing. But I feel like social media gives people the impression that they know that Hey, I don't like the hundred of your pictures. I should be able to come to your house and fuck. <laughs> that's basically that's basically like, like the people feel yeah. safe. Yeah. Or I've seen you post your food. Like, think about it. I've seen you post your food. I've seen you post a few outfits. I've seen you post yourself in your mirror a million times. I should be able to come fuck you. That and I think that's the that and that's why we have to get off of the social media thing. Because if that's the case, then that's then what are these what are the, what are, what are our children thinking? Like that's even more dangerous. Like, yeah. if they feel like, oh, I follow this person and I've been, I've, I follow certain people. I have certain friends on on Twitter and Instagram that I've had since Black Planet. Like, so they've been around for almost 20 years yeah. that I've been friends with certain people on social media. So, at some, I, I kind of feel like I know them at, so at a certain extent. Would I do, I, like, will I invite them over if I have a kickback? So what's the difference between me having a kickback and inviting them or me fucking them and inviting them? Is well, the, the number of like people? Yes, the number of people. Hey, you could still be raped in your house with a number of people in there. It's harder. It happens. I know, but like... The, a we're, lot. We're, we're in life, we're just playing the odds, right? So okay. like, <laughs> you know, we're, I'm not going into this world with like zero risk. Okay. Like there's True risk that. to everything that, that we that. do. So it's just... To me, like being alone, for one, being alone with a man that just automatically sends a certain message. Like it's after dark. I'm here alone with yeah, a man. Like, right. I mean, honestly, like in real life, I know like there's no other reason for you to be here. Like, you know, like you might have liked some, cap, you know, pictures and captions and stuff. But like, for the most part, <laughs> you don't really like know nope. or like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is just. you fucking the Instagram version of me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've been living in the metaverse, baby. We have. It's all uncomfortable. Yeah, when you like when you really think about it and we can end with end, end with this cuz I am a little weirded out now that I think about it because the amount of the amount of um trust we put into somebody when there are so many things that can go wrong with this with this interaction. Like a shit ton of things that can go wrong. The my mom. The best thing that can happen is an orgasm. Everything else <laughs> is a everything else is a headache. And that was, I mean, that's kind of the reason why dating. I can see why dating is so fucking stressful because you have this this social media person that they're putting on the facade, and then you got the the normal version of them that doesn't even compare to who they are trying to be. Just be that person. <laughs> Just be that person. And also don't be, because that's the other thing too. Like a lot of dates I'm on, like they'll be on the phone, which is to me like, what is it? I'm like, am I just old? That's crazy. Because like I'm some stuff I'm like, I get like I'm older. So I know like not everything's going to make sense to me. But like to me, this seems like shitty. Like 
I don't want to just see, see, and that's that's where my personality gets me in trouble because I'll call out, "Why are you on your phone?" Or mm-hmm. I'll record them on their phone, or I'll or I'll message them on Instagram and say, "Why the fuck are you on?" You? But my thing, <laughs> but my thing is, you you have great conversation and you're not you're you're very appealing to the eyes. Why are you like why? I could imagine that you look a little bit better than what you do right now. You look great now. So and for me, if I get out the house and I shave my face and my hair and I put cologne on, put my jewelry on, and you on your phone, oh, that's a sign of disrespect. <laughs> it does feel disrespectful. It's a, it's a little bit disrespectful. Because it's like, I'll, like, the phone will still be here after I'm gone. I wouldn't go so far as to, like, DM them as to, like, why are you on I'm your petty, phone? Though. I know. I just, for me, it's just like, okay, just know not to repeat this. Like, I'm not just not going out with this person again. But why even go through the hoops and hurdles of trying to get me out of the house and you got me out of the house only to do this? Just to have sex. Like, I think pretty, <laughs> like, I think if we could have skipped that part, that would have been just fine. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my yeah, own yeah. thing is, like, I want to know, like, for one, like, I don't want our first interaction together just to be alone in a room because then I kind of feel like it's a certain amount of pressure to, you know, Perform. put out. And, and. And then, and then that's the thing too, because then if that is what he's on, like he can just be like, "Oh no, I'm not really trying to take you out. I just wanted to, you know." And it's like, okay, well that's sure, you know, like you're allowed to feel that way. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the the sooner and clearer we communicate, the sooner the we can like find what we're actually looking for. Yeah, it's, 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 I, I can't imagine that, that that could be what our next podcast okay, is about. Make just a note. just dating. Like, I thought you said you didn't want to talk about dating. I want to know what it's like for you to date. Oh, it's not terrible. For me. Not I mean, that was me. pretty much it. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. It. I want to know what like. I mean, that's it. I just don't. At all. No. Well, <laughs> there's that. No, I mean, it really COVID kind of killed it, and then now also too because. Yeah, like, this is the first time, so, like, I'm going on four years being divorced now. So, I'm like, okay, I think I could, like, really get back out there now. Because I feel like, you know, you need time to heal. So, I'm like, all right, I feel maybe up to it now. And then, like, take one step in. This is awful. And I'm kind of used to being by myself now, too. So, like, a lot Mm, of it is me. Yeah. So. Damn. We're going to definitely tackle. I definitely want to talk about the, just, I guess, it's not just the. It's not just dating. Uh, it's also like building a bond with somebody. I'm realizing like I just don't trust a lot of people. And, and nor should you. Nor should you. Um, it's a beautiful day here in Indianapolis today. Sixty three degrees after a <laughs> frigid fucking weekend. Whew. Frigid weekend, and I and I do mean frigid when you have a woman carrying twins. <laughs> And it's 19 degrees smacking her in the fucking face as we walked to the car. Oh, my God. Like, it was hateful. It was hateful. It was hateful cold. But thank, thankfully, it was around the corner, so it wasn't too bad. But, uh, Kat, thank you as always for oh, coming. Oh, can I plug something real quick? The Fake Ass Book Club. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, fake Ass Book Club with Moni and Kat. Tap in. And also, I'm doing an art show March 26th at Storefront ND. Where's I'll that? be there. It's on um, Broad Ripple. Broad Ripple. Right, right off of Yeah. And um, March twenty sixth. March twenty sixth. I'll be there. What time? Um, I want to say eight. I'll put the. I'll send you the link. All right. Like the good I'll, information and stuff. And, and that'll be. And it'll be me, but also a lot of other artists too. That's good. Are they going to be good? I think they're very talented. Good. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hosted by who? Uh, Fine Chic Exhibits. Okay. 
you be finding it. You be in these exhibits. Is this is this a a, a conscious effort to get out there? Um, or are you this is something artistically? You do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I've I've always yeah I've always wanted to like get into art and stuff. So that's good. Yeah. Look I hope at so. you. Look at you growing and expanding. I'm trying. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm proud of you too. Thank I see you. the growth. I don't know how to take that. Was I Positively. Okay. Yeah. But, see, that's where my mind goes when I get compliments. <laughs> like, damn. Thank you for <laughs> thank you. Thank you I'm for accepting it. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At US Border Patrol. Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.